When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Yeah. We had a bona fide football legend yes. in today, the great John Barnes. What a player. That, that, you were a bit of a Liverpool fan yeah, as a kid, oh, yeah, weren't well, you? I'm a massive John Barnes fan. Yeah. So this great is when, watching this is when play, working at Talksport is such a treat because yeah. you get to meet your childhood heroes. Yeah. Always great to see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, on yeah, good brilliant. form. We talked a bit of England and Liverpool. He told us about his latest rap. Um, Sam Ellard popped in uh, ahead of his trip to the Caribbean. Yeah, We're not nice. jealous or anything. <laughs> Month in the Caribbean leading up to Christmas. On expenses. Yeah, Lovely. not so bad. Paid. Hammering the old company plastic. Wow. So, uh, anyway, he gave us some of the best of the podcast. We had a chat with him. Um, we had a birthday spread. We did, Paul. Which we very much enjoyed. And here... Sorry, <laughs> I just threw a pen at the producer. I haven't drawn nice. on your... Trousers, have I? I do nice. apologise. Drawn, 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 drawn on your trousers. He's only drawn on your trousers. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charles. Some Liverpool legends there, aren't there? On the show today, Ray yeah, Houghton, that's John right. Barnes, lovely. I think we're going to hear from Neil Ruddock as well, oh, as we're oh, talking wow, about wow, rapping. Really, uh, Razor gave us a... Bruce Grobbler, the... Mike Hooper, they all coming on? Oh, yeah, we're getting a lot on. Ronnie Whelan. Yeah, that's it. Let's go from, it's Liverpool. <laughs> Steve McMahon, they're all coming it's on. It's Liverpool special. Lovely, good good news, good news. So, how are you, Charlie? You're Very right. well, yeah. Do you know, um, so I'll, I'll go and have a little bit to eat before the show, just yeah. in the canteen downstairs. Yeah. Do you know what's first... That one of the things that's uh, available on the today. Menu. No, no, no. Full Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. Full. All the trimmings. Right, all the trimmings. Wow. Full. Like, like pigs in blankets, sprouts. And it's I not going to be a particularly productive <laughs> afternoon in this place. <laughs> I didn't it? have it. I didn't I didn't have it because I thought, just be asleep. I, just, I mean, the thing is, about three o'clock this afternoon, you're going to want to put Frozen on and get your head down on the sofa outside. <laughs> get you? the kids, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put the something on for the kids yeah. and we can all have a snooze. Put a Pixar on, I'm going to have a kip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, well, and I sat opposite um, in the candy, and I sat opposite a lady, and she said, oh, this is the first time I've ever had a sprout. And really? I thought, yeah, don't bother. The first time she's <laughs> ever had a sprout? The first time she'd ever had a sprout. Really? How old was she? Well, no, I'd say, well, I wouldn't like to say, but I'd say early 30s. Right. Early 30s. You've gone 30 years without having a sprout. Yeah, and it didn't look like the best sprout. I mean, I, I wouldn't start generally in a works canteen. <laughs> if it's going to be your first sprout and you want to get into them. And then everyone around her went, oh, no, these aren't very good ones. You normally have to, you have to do, oh, yeah, do, do them with that. bacon and all make them. I thought, yeah, do them with bacon, chuck the sprout out and eat the bacon. You're not a fan of the sprout, oh, Charlie? I can't be doing it, Paul. Looking at you now, one you didn't eat year. a lot of greens as a child, did you? <laughs> one a year. Okay. One a you year. You have one sprout a year? One sprout a year, Christmas Day, the annual sprout. Like you're taking some sort of tablet or something. Exactly, yeah. 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 Are they... It's a noisy afternoon if I have a sprout. Oh, Let's okay. just say that. Oh, okay, you do have some internal issues, ten, don't you? Ten per sprout, I reckon. Um, it sounded more like Hannibal Lecter, says one of the what? listeners, rather than Shirley Bassey or <laughs> John Bunn. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, what was the line? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a nice key ante. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. No, that's. I can't do impressions. Shirley Bassey playing. I cannot Hannibal do any Lecter. impressions. No, okay, you're not. Yeah, true, you can't, can you? <laughs> I give it a good go, don't I? I think yeah. It's the sort of thing that should be in my wheelhouse, an impression. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing at all. Got Nobody. Nothing. Michael McDonald, that's all I've got. Michael McDonald and Aaron Neville, but no one knows who they are, so okay. it's utterly pointless. You want to give us, you want to give us one of those? <laughs> no. Okay, fair enough. No, no. A uh, couple of things you, to you get you going. You better go at my John Barnes, so you don't, you don't get the Aaron. We don't get the Aaron. Now, John Rahm from the world of golf, they're a bit worried he's going to defect to live golf oh yeah and one of the ways they could keep him on side because he's had an issue with this in the world of golf he said he wanted a porter potty on every hole he wants oh. more toilets more toilets so in an effort to keep him maybe or just the fact they've been listening 
Um, they are now talking about increasing the amount of uh, toilets on the course. The mm-hmm. PGA Tour have said they're going to have 16 cubicles on every course. They're not quite one a hole. No. Um, and also, players' families also will have two flushable restrooms for their exclusive oh, use. Oh, goodness. Players are also going to get plunge pools to help them recover and a food offering extended to wild-caught seafood and seasonal local organic, organic produce. Yeah, he wants more. So Ram has said on the PJ Tour, more nutritious food and a toilet on every That's hole. Well, not the first two holes, because you, sure, you know, if you if you need it on the first two holes, you should have gone before you started. Well, when he basically Brooks Kepka played with him recently, oh, yeah. and he said uh, he went to the loo seven times wow. during the match. Well, they do. Hydrate a lot, don't they? Yeah, I guess that's what it is. That's, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. So the reason we bring that up is being caught short in the world of sport is is never great, is it? Not maybe too graphically given the time of day, but if it's happened to you, whether you're watching or playing, tell us your stories if if humanly possible. Talksport.com <laughs> forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. Now, Charlie, another yes, story. Okay. I, I don't know where you stand on this, or you and the family stand on this. But there was a big piece in the Telegraph today saying a third of British employees have admitted to wearing their pyjamas when they work from home. Staff sit at their desks at home in nightwear, 46 working days of the year on average, Mm. one in 12 wearing pyjamas every day. I've got a bit of a thing about this. If you're going to work, we work from home, obviously, during lockdown. Myself and Andy did the show. You've got to go through the same process as if you're coming. You get up. You have a shower, you get dressed, you get ready for work. Yeah. It's much like, A, you don't drop the kids off at school in your pyjamas. Oh, I've done that. Charlie. Yeah, I've done that. School run in your dramas. Everyone's no, done that. Come on. Everyone's done that. Just surely. get dressed. <laughs> what are your kids doing? Dramas and Crocs. No, mate. I've done the school. Have you been shopping in your pajamas? <laughs> I've done school run in dramas, Crocs, and like a jacket over the top. Oh no, that's bleak. that's allowed. You've really it's gone not bleak. If the if the John Barnes impersonation wasn't bad enough, you've really gone down in my estimation. <laughs> I pop round the shops. Yeah, we used to live in town. You get out of bed, you take your pajamas off. We used to and live you in town, and if you, had to, if you needed milk, oh, I'll go round and just stick a coat on. Off oh, we go. Oh no, shopping oh, wow. in your you've done shopping in your pajamas. You sound quite posh, Paul. You. Oh no! It's, I'm no, no, I, just, I just think it's it. There's, you know, you just need those. You need those. Divided, You've never done the school run you, in your pajamas. You need those. You need those clear lines between what pajamas are for yeah. and what clothes are for. Anyway, it maybe I'm I'm out of kilter with the rest of the nation. But what have you done in your pajamas? Um, that maybe strays nice. yeah. within reason that strays from school run. Yeah. Going to the shops. Maybe you've done. Yeah. So maybe you went into a high-level business meeting with your pajamas. Swimming, well, of course, was the always the thing, wasn't well, it? Well, that was different. The swimming. You're, test. you're getting a brick off the getting rubber brick off the, brick bottom, off the bottom, bottom of the pajamas. pool. Yeah. Mm. There we are. But yeah, you love so it. what else have you done in your pajamas? It's almost a Charlie's choice. That it is um, close. <clears throat> it is close. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. Text to eight ten eighty nine. Tweet to T S H and J. Happy sixtieth to Doctor Who, Paul. I was in Doctor Who. Played a character called the Fat yeah. One. I didn't realise, um, Charlie. You've got your one. own top. Trump. Top, got my own top Trump. Yeah, do you want to hear the? Do you want to hear my facts and figures? Yeah. So I've what? What episode here. were you in, Charlie? It's called A Good Man Goes to War. And that was in what era? The Eccleston oh, Tenant no, era. It was, uh, Matt Smith. It was Matt, Matt, Smith, Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah Matt Smith. And I was a character called Fat One. <coughs> Forty. I, don't, I think I don't know if it's out of hundred or fifty. Yeah. I think it's out of fifty. And for a hundred, unfortunately. Right, okay. Bravery. Forty-eight. Ooh. Okay. It's a stinker, isn't it? What, I think so, it's what out was of the 50. role of the fat one when you did Doctor Who? What was his role? I was a soldier. <clears throat> I was a right. soldier, um, and uh, uh, came up against some monks. Right. Okay. I, was, I don't want to spoil the story. People might want to oh, go yeah, and find it. Go back and find Spoiler it. alert. Yeah. Uh, intelligence forty-five. Okay. Less than bravery. A shame. <laughs> ability forty-six. This right. is the character, by the way. This right, not acting me. ability. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Strength forty-four. Speed forty-eight. Skill forty-four. So isn't it nice yeah. though to be a part of kind of Doctor Who folklore? Yeah, Do you ever go to those sort of never sh- been invited? Never to those showbiz signings. People sometimes send me stuff to sign, but right. I never do it. Really? Why is that? Because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> They'll send me something and they'll go. Right. They'll send two and they'll go. Oh, can you send sign one to Paul and the other one? I'll put and the on other eBay. One, they might as well it, just say, I'll put it on exactly, eBay. Exactly, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. that. They don't so deserve it at that point. They don't do get they? it. They don't get it. And if they send a stamped addressed envelope, thanks a lot. Thanks for the stamps. Oh, okay. So you quids that, in. Basically. Quids in. Like, You're making really, money. I'm making money off it. I don't need to do the uh, yeah. the thing. So yeah, I don't go and do. So it. there was a set of top trumps at that time, and that's yeah. how you oh. a tops card. How did you find out? Did they send you one or did you discover? Someone sent me it. Lovely, Someone sent me it to sign and I kept it. It was lovely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So obviously, if you want anything signed by Anne, uh, by Charlie, you're never ever going to see it again, are you? Exactly, but it makes it worth, worth more, doesn't it? If, you, if I don't sign it, yeah. So if you've got one of the rare signed ones, then well, mm. it might be worth fifty p. Thieving ninety eight percent. That's what they should have added to your top trump card, shouldn't they? Carlisle United have been bought by a former U.S. Army captain. Have they? Yeah, have you heard about this? No. Yeah, Tom Piatek. Yeah, he's bought it. He's taken okay. him over. Imagine what pre-season's going to be like. It's going to be like full metal jacket, isn't it? <laughs> no one's going to want to go to Carlisle, are they? No like one's signing. Opening 25 minutes of full... Everybody's shouting at each Good other. Good news, I've got you a move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Car- oh, no, not oh, Carlisle. I've seen their pre-season. <laughs> I don't know what I'll be... All that wow. sort of stuff running along. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that apropos nothing. So, what have you done? Your pajamas? Yeah. Does dropping the kids off in your pajamas on a golf course encapsulate both topics? It does. Have you done that though? That's the question. I'm working now. I'm in my dressing gown. Who are you, no coward? <laughs> it's James in Essex. I'm guessing you're not. I don't do it every day, but shower at lunch and get dressed after work. What's the issue, Paul? James, put some clothes on, man. You're at work. You won't go into work like that. Wow. You're on a tight ship. No wonder 90 minutes was so successful. <laughs> Oh, no, it's just it's the what p- a boss. the pajama. The pajama should not really. Be, there's there's a point when it has to be taken off, and you have to basically put your game face yeah, on. Okay, you yeah. can't have a game face in pajamas. Oh, could give it a go. It might become your thing. Who's going to take you seriously in a pair of sort of pajamas? Not really? my wife. No, no, no okay. okay. But then, if you're going to take something back to a shop, are you going to complain about? So you're getting a blazing yeah. rab and one of your staff, and you're sitting there in your gym. You're starting off on a on a very low point. You are. That's right. And not a point of strength. Yeah. Or you're basically making someone redundant. You're, or, you're, or you're doing an assessment on people. <laughs> it doesn't people. seem very respectful, What do you does think it? are your strengths and weaknesses? And you're sitting there in your pyjamas. Well, Your Honour. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it, exactly. <laughs> have you gone to court in your pyjamas? I don't answer that. Knowing the demographic, there's every chance you have. All the switchboard will light up. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. You've got to hold and give Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. That, of course, is World in Motion. John yeah. Barnes doing the rap. Uh, well, he's kind of re- reprised it to an extent yeah. for Christmas. And we're going to hear a bit of the new one because John's joined us in the studio. Good afternoon, John. Afternoon, John. We, we've modernised it a bit. You have modernised it a, so it's a bit, bit yeah. more, A little bit more kind of like British garage. I think that's what they call it. Is that <laughs> grime <laughs> okay. rather okay. than a hip-hop. But it's, you know, you've got to move with the times. Now, before we talk about that, uh, you've just been on, we've got a little boxing sort of a, Sort of boxing punching machine outside oh, that yeah. all of the guests have a go at. Yeah. So that was the first thing you said when you came in, John. That uh, you were quite. Ha- were you happy with your score or not when you had a I'm go? Not, no, um, Natasha <laughs> Jonas is ahead of me, and I know Natasha's a boxer, but I've known her since she's been five years old, and our family very well. So, as much as she's a fantastic boxer, one of the best in the world, <laughs> I'm going to be here till I beat her score. Are you going to give it go on the way out? Are you? I'm going to have another go. Yeah, and uh, but who did you beat? Is anybody you'd like to mention that you were better than? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm closing on Ricky Hatton. Um, wow, and um, okay. and Natasha Jonas actually beat Ricky Hatton, so I don't know how good that is. But there's some names that I've never even heard of. I think it's more. I think I think the machine's going a bit skew with it. Oh yeah, uh, so it's probably okay. a broken, It's definitely broken. a faulty yeah, blame, machine. Blame the boots. Blame yeah. the boots. <laughs> now um, it's for Quality Street. Their Christmas ad. Oh, very uh, nice. A lot of people, people have gone out and got their Christmas sweets yet. They'll notice that the wrappers have changed because they're, they're, they're they've got me on. They're re- <laughs> they're re- oh, those wrappers. Oh, yeah, are they're, they're, right. okay, they're yeah. recycled. They're, they're recyclable ones. Now. Okay. Yeah. They were kind of. Fairly iconic, the wrapping, but you know, yeah. times times change. We got to be less plastic right about these things. Yeah. So let's hear the new wrap. This okay. is John's ad, complete with beautiful Christmas jumper. I've not really but, heard it before. Okay, oh, you've got to see the video. Yeah. Yeah. video. Yeah. No, no, we haven't got the video. video. Yeah. Right, bit, yes, but I've, no. I've seen it online, so people can go and check it out. But let's give you a flavour of of the new wrap. Go on then. Rare sweets, fresh from the tin, recycling. Yeah, that's man's thing. Don't go wasting your QS paper. You'll be branded a wrapping traitor. Next time your hands in a tin, scrambling round for the chocolate thing. Remember, when you finish your treat, to recycle your quality street. So catch me if you can. I'm the recycling man. It's a bit more Stormzy like than Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're growing up, I was more into American hip hop rap, but now I've got to heavy. put on a bit of a, a, a London British kind of thing, which really, you know, yeah. isn't my thing. Yeah. But there you go. It looks fun. The video. You, did you enjoy doing it? Yeah. Well, you know, if you ever 
unlike the England video, which we really just stood there and, you know, because we were training there at half, half yeah, an hour yeah. to finish it. But this, I was there for, for, for hours and hours. So it's a bit tedious. <laughs> and it's a bit like, um, they don't know, more money, more problems. Um, I think it was P. Diddy and Naz and um, another rapper who did it with a, with a shell suit with a, a rainbow, in you know, like a rainbow room. So they kind of recreated that, the 80s shell suit thing. So, yeah, I mean, it, it looks much better than it actually felt. Right. Like, most, <laughs> like small things do. When you score goals, it looks yeah. better than it feels. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. I so mean, the, 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 the finished product is quite good. Yeah, it, is, it does look good. The original rap, going back to World in Motion, I mean, the story, that were you always down to do that? I don't think you were, were you? Or did you just sort of put your hand up and say, yeah, I'll do it? Um, well, only six of us turned up to do the song because mm. the rest of them went to the pub. Because on a Sunday, instead of meeting up with England to do the rap, the pub is where decent footballers back then should go. <laughs> so it was me, Gazza, Peter Beardsley, Des Walker, Steve McMahon, and I think it was Chris Waddle. So we had to have a rap off mm. because we, we live in a democracy, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody had to go out the rap. Peter Beardsley, myself, everybody had to go. Um, and I've been telling that, people, that, that story to people for many, many years. <laughs> and then, six months ago, I was working at an event in Leicester and the sound engineer actually said that his dad was the sound engineer when we did the rap and he's got a copy of everybody doing the rap. No. And he sent it to me. Oh. I've actually got Peter Beardsley's attempt on the rap uh, here on it? my phone. Oh, you're keeping that I as don't some sort of well, insurance. I don't know. Not at all because I've told everybody I've played everybody. If you want to hear it, you can hear it. Yeah, well, we might get yeah, that might be yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to but I've got it on my phone and normally just press play and you listen to it and then you can see after Peter's attempt at the rap <laughs> why I did it. <laughs> We've got Gazza's attempt at the rap as well and Gazza was quite good. He did Fog on the Tyne and stuff but I mean, you know, it was between me and Des Walker. Yeah. It's been good for you though, hasn't it, John? Great, over the it? years, you've done a few bits and pieces well, post-football. Well, interesting when you say it's been good for me. Um, I mean, in terms of the profile and people wanted me to do it. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, before we knew it was going to be a new order song, um, and footballers aren't like this these days, we were given an option, and this is before we know it's going to be a new order song, of mm. going for royalties or for accepting, I think it was about £5,000 yeah. to share between the 25 of us. Right. And then we asked, asked, asked the, the, the committee, Brian Robson, Peter Shilton, the really senior, you know, brain yeah, boxes, yeah. said, do royalties mean if we don't sell one song, we get no money? They said, yeah, we took the five grand. So it was number one all over Europe for yeah. two Between months, 25 so and 19 of them hadn't even turned up. Hadn't even turned up. So, you know, I mean, footballers won't get caught out like that again. So it, it has been good for me, but obviously not from the royalties perspective. No, no. <laughs> That's very and, true. And, and it's just well, that, that afternoon, you know, 30 years ago, has, has had such an effect on... On, on the rest of your life in, in you mean some, the afternoon in, at the, stu in the at studio the studio yeah, but of course yeah, Keith yeah. Allen was there also and as much yeah. as the rest of the players were down the pub we were actually with Gaza being there we obviously had some alcoholic yeah. there as well yeah. so um, and the rap there wasn't even supposed to be a rap because New Order are not a rap group yeah, yeah. but of course in a bit of a drunken stupor Keith Allen said after we'd finished and we're just about to leave and go, and go to the pub proper pub he said why don't we just write a rap and they wrote the rap in 15 seconds sorry 15 minutes and, and we had a bit of a rap off and I, I did it so yeah. Yeah. did you come away thinking do you know what that's a, when they played back the, maybe the finish when you first heard the finished product you think you know but that's actually pretty good yeah because new, because it's New Order and sure. it's a New Order song and New Order are a good group yeah. in 1986 the World Cup song we did was just arms around each other here we go Got entered the charts at 90, left in 86. Yeah. It was an album that we did. Um, it, the single was Viva España because the World Cup was in Mexico and they speak Spanish, so who really cares? <laughs> we did Tulips in Amsterdam. We had a, an album and it was oh terrible. Gosh, yeah. So, of course, when 1990 came around and we heard we we're going to do another song, we didn't know it was going to be New Order. We just thought it was going to be Here We Go Again, typical footballer song. That's why only six of us turned up. Then when we saw New Order and we heard it, we thought, well, this is going to be a good track. Unfortunately, by then, I think we'd already yeah. signed the um, contract for the uh, No Royalties. Oh. I don't know if you get sick of talking about it, but I'm going to ask you about something else you might get sick of, of talking about, which is the goal against Brazil. I don't mm. know if you'll ever get sick of talking about that. Will but you? people still, is that one of the things people say, talk us through the goal? You, you get a lot of that still, people see in the street. Well, a lot of so. people talk about the rap because the rap has been going on since 1990, yeah. and even now they play to lots of young people. Anybody who wants to talk about the goal in Brazil is old. Well, that was 1984. <laughs> and, and not many youngsters, not many people under 40 would even have seen it. Yeah. You know, and they don't really show it like they play the song. So a lot of, I mean, if you're saying about that, you're really showing your age. So, yeah, a lot of old people ask me about the Golden Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Now, a Razor Ruddock was on breakfast with Natalie Sawyer the other day. Andy the Chelsea fan. Sorry about that, Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> well, Commiserations already. Have you, have you heard it yet? Have you heard his ver He did a rap. He tried a rap. No, I haven't. No, no. okay. It's not directly a, a New Order style rap. But it, with the City-Liverpool game in mind, let's see what Razor came up with here we go. 
So listen up, listen up, it's your boy Razor. Football on Togs, yes. come do me a favour. Reds versus Sky Blues, battle so tight. Salah on the wing, Foden taking flight. Big Rodri in midfield, Nunes on the run. On Togs with waves, the game's second to none. Goals like thunder, fans screaming loud. Van Dyke's in defence, making Reds proud. Alison Garden, who saves so divine. The matches on Talksport, the football headline. Talksport the stage, where dreams unfold. This is back battle. Let football stories be untold. It's like a, it's like now. A, yeah, like now, let me tell you. Let me tell you. As much as Talksport is trying to keep up to date and current, yeah. with Razor Ruddock, it should be a Chaz and Dave type of. Yeah. It did sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it should have been. Yeah, that yeah. is obviously a rap song with a rap tune, but Razor, that's not for Razor. No. I'm sure they could have gone, oi, 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 white mate, as again, one of them. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's what Razor well, should be doing. Well, he does say the game was on Talksport. I know that's what, that's what I'm saying. You know, from a rapping perspective, he really broke broke into a bit of Chaz and Dave, didn't he? A Chaz and Dave rap. You file that under not as easy as it looks. Yeah. You know. Now that is the thing, isn't it? People say, remember the Louis Theroux one that he tried to do. It's difficult. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah, difficult yeah. thing to well, do. The thing it? about it is, particularly musically, yeah. um, there are certain people, and we're not mentioning names or perceptions, mm. but they have a different rhythm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have a different rhythm. <laughs> but, yeah. Hence, why when the rap came along, and between myself, Peter Beardsley, and Gaza, I did the, I did, the, I did the rap. So therefore, that's why I was saying for Razor, it's a different rhythm and a different flow for different people. So therefore, right. Razor should have done a more like Chicky yeah. Chappy. Here it we go. It should have been a bit more, a bit more geese. Yeah, more geese. It definitely should have been. Why, mate? <laughs> well, John Barnes is with us in the studio, and Lovely. we're going to talk a bit of football in a moment. Uh, but uh, go and check out. You, you'll be able to see the Quality Street ad. Is it Quality is it, Street Christmas they started, ad? Yeah. They're playing them out on the telly yet, John? Not yet. Not on the telly. I think it's just online at the moment. But I don't okay. know the, the, the timings of when they're going to do stuff. But I think you can get it online. Very you can shortly. find it online. Yeah. Do you like the Quality Street, John? Are you? Are you Listen, I'm a very simple. A I'm a very simple man. Green Triangle. Toffee no, Penny. I'm a very simple. Anything with toffee or caramel in it. Oh, yeah. nice. I think the yeah. gold one's quite nice. Yeah, I, like did, I think that's a toffee. Did one. they yeah. did they pay you in Quality Street or did, <laughs> was that a little bit of bugs? There, Well, I mean. I'm hoping for them to keep on paying me in Quality Street because <laughs> if they had paid me in Quality Street, that would have been finished already. So therefore, I'm hoping for Christmas and beyond to still yeah, get Quality Street. Nice, yeah. So yeah, we'll chat to John. We're going to look ahead to our commentary game. Uh, it's on Talk Sport. Don't forget, of course, exactly. as Ray's just yeah. told you. Talk Sport. Manchester City versus uh, Liverpool. Talk a bit of England as well, head of the Euro. So yeah, John Barnes with us in the studio. Take any questions you have. TalkSport.com, text 8189, tweet TSH&J. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Some serious rapping. I come from Jamaica. My name is John Bonnet. When I do my thing, the crowd go bananas. How's he Yeah, John Barnes is in the studio with us. <laughs> to make it rap, to make yeah, it to rhyme, rhyme you've got to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Elton can do that. that that's, that's a bit more fresh prince. I mean, all these yeah. raps are kind of yeah, of the moment, rap. aren't yeah. they, the ones yeah. we're listening to? And of course, that was a tongue-in-cheek one, which, you know, yeah. I think footballers really should do, rather than trying to be serious. So when yeah. Glenn and Chris did their diamond lights, you know, that was oh, a little yeah. bit too much for us. <laughs> we had um, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube came in once, years and years ago on the show, and we played them a couple of footballing raps, and we played them the Anfield rap, and I think they thought it was for real. We said, no, it was a kind of a joke. It was a sort of football team joke. Yeah. Well, they had vanilla ice, didn't they? So, I mean, they're used to that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, vanilla. Now, let's move on to football. We have got this big game, City and uh, Liverpool at the weekend. Our own Simon Jordan uh, was uh, saying the other day, uh, ahead of this game, the way, the way you view it. Let's get your thoughts on this, John. This is what Simon had to say. Man City are the best team in the country. Probably Man City are the best team in Europe. Best Liverpool. The world. And the world. Probably, you're probably right, yeah. And Liverpool are pushing again and starting to rebuild and starting to get back to where they were when I felt, I mean I still find I have always felt that Liverpool I would rather watch Liverpool than I'd rather watch, than watch Manchester City not because of any particular bias I have towards Manchester City or Liverpool but I've always enjoyed the brand of football that Liverpool play more exciting more exhilarating more feral and and I think Danny said it a number of people said it is it's not it's not meant to be to be disrespectful when you say Man City are boring but the domination of the ball almost has a familiar feel to it and an outcome that you know that's coming whereas with Liverpool there's more exhilaration and more excitement That was Simon with uh, Jim White and Danny Murphy uh, Are you enjoying watching the team at the moment? It's a bit of a rebuilding period but they're playing some good stuff Absolutely they? I mean we had our midfield issues last mm. year and of course we knew we had to address them but the good thing about Jurgen and the trust we have in Jurgen is that he resisted the urge just to sign players for the sake of it in January because we needed midfield players and the fans would put up with trying to get the right people in which is what we've now done um 
still looking at a number six and uh, and those come in and by set is I airmark for that role but he's, he's injured but in terms of everyone else it's fine I understand what they're talking about to be honest with you because I think that if you look at City City play a very purist type of football possession based very considered whereas I think Liverpool is a mix between City and the way football was say 20 years ago aggressive you know midfield players who get up and down box to box who try mm-hmm. and fight and because in the last 15 years, football has, has, has become more more like everyone's trying to play like Man City, knocking mm-hmm. the ball around, keeping possession, not getting the ball in the box, not getting forward, not paying the ball forward quickly. And Liverpool are a blend between the, between the two. So I understand what they're talking about because it's a very exciting brand of football. But you have to say Man City is a fantastic team. Uh, it's interesting Luis Suarez is backing up Darwin Nunes for Uruguay at the moment and he said I'm quite happy to do it because I think Darwin is, is shaping up to be one of the best front men in the world I, I think mean, Lewis is quite happy to do it because Darwin is doing all his running Yeah, <laughs> because I tell you possibly. I've never seen anyone run as much as Darwin, the yeah, Darwin yeah. Nunes I mean yeah. at Liverpool that's why the fans love him he's 100% he gives 100% effort commitment he chases lost causes chases back into midfield it's like you know when you first get into a team when you're a young kid and he just want to run around, and that's and that's what he does, you know. So he gets he gets a lot of chances because of his enthusiasm, his pace, and because he's suited to the way we play. We get the ball forward quickly. Probably not playing at Man City the way they play, but the way he, he plays suits us down to the ground. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. and so, so Bosley's been uh, a good signing Ooh. as well. So Bosley. All right, I just wondered because everyone always says it quickly and, and hopes no one asks him to say it again. <laughs> just call him Dominic. So Bosley has been incredible. Well, Listen, amazing, I've yeah. never, I've, I, I kind of heard about him before but never seen him and that's mm-hmm. how good the scouting is because Liverpool signed players who will suit the way Liverpool play. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would suit Man City or Arsenal and he probably wouldn't go there. But when he came, ne- having never heard of him, from the first time I saw him, he was just incredible. Play anywhere. He reminds me of Steven Gerrard to a certain extent because you don't necessarily get box-to-box midfield players who can defend, who can attack. But that's what that's what he does, you know. I've been so impressed with him. Um, and he's level-headed, he's 22. He's, he's been fantastic. Um, he's been our best player. Would you say that Liverpool, I, I feel like they're, at, they're ahead of the curve for, 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 where they, for their development, you know, they were de- a developing team. You said their midfield last season wasn't there. Yeah. They've, they've, they've got sort of three new players and they've all fitted immediately. Yeah, because of course, as I said, they look for the type of player that's going to suit what they want. Also for the Asia players, we are always going to have a bit of a, a transitional period because if you look at when we won the league and the year before, even when we came that close in finishing second, the players were 29 to 32. Good experience. Yeah. That's not going to last. You had to change them. The Mane's, of course, Salah's still there, but the Firmino's, the Henderson's. And then you would have a transitional period of young players coming in and it's a question of getting that right. And of course, if you look at them now, the the, the age of the, the Diaz's and the Nunez's and the Sobersly, Dominic, um, <laughs> it, it really, it, it hasn't, I won't say it's been a seamless transition because of course last year we had our issues. But of course now, if you look at the age and the profile of the players that we actually have, the future looks very bright. I mean, at the start of the season with the rebuild, new players coming to bed in, you would have said top four was, was good for Liverpool. Do you think they can do more than that? Can they Can they win top, the league this top year? Top four is a very interesting um, Could be top phenomenon. five this year, of course. Couldn't it? Because I remember when the whole idea of Champions League, of course you have to finish first in the European Cup, then the top two, then three, then the top four. And I think anybody who talks about wanting to finish in the top four is talking about fourth or mm. third at best. Yeah. Anybody who wants to come first and second never say, we're hoping for the top four. Yeah. yeah? So yeah, I think if you are a Tottenham or whatever and you think, let's get in the top four and fans feel very positive because... You know, we're going to be in the top four, which could be first, second, third, or fourth. Anybody who says top four doesn't mean first or second. They mean third or fourth. So I think I would talk in terms of first or second. I wouldn't say top four. I, I think it's a given that we're going to be in the top four. I'd be surprised if you aren't and disappointed. I would be disappointed if you're not in the top two, which obviously is the top two. Man City are favourites, but we have to be looking to be first or and second. And you see City winning it. You see them being top they if, are it's not, if it's not Liverpool. They are favourites, yeah. They are favourites. I mean, we can push them. Um, but I think that those two, Arsenal, obviously from last year, were fantastic. Great consistency. This year, once again, showing that. But just like Tottenham, all of a sudden, no matter how well you do, when you're coming into February and March, when yeah. new injuries have got a big enough squad, that's when you can see teams fall. But I'm hoping Tottenham have got their injuries out of the way now, from my point of view, because maybe by February or March they'll have mm. players back. But they you know, they've, they didn't have a big squad to start with. Yeah. And they've been done by these injuries. It's going to be very difficult. They've just got to keep in touch, but we'll see. Um, bit of England. Um, those last couple of results were a bit disappointing. Mm. Um, but that's the, how far we've come. The hard work had been done. Yeah, I was that's how far we've come. That, you yeah. know, because the expectations now. You know, we, we we beat Malton. Of course, okay, we drew, but we we're already qualified. But the expectations is such that you know we expect to be winning matches. And England are. I think England is a unique country ever since when I played. Whereby when I played and and the, and the pressure on England players to play well and win every match is there. Every match you're playing, you got to play well, you got to win. 
when you look at, at, at sometimes you see France and Spain get funny results against teams and, mm. and, and they don't get criticised because you know when they're trying new things trying new players or if they don't play particularly well th they aren't under that pressure when they get to the tournaments they are but England is under pressure to perform well in every game now they've qualified and of course you look at the game against Malta and they're experimenting so I haven't got an issue as far as Gareth Southgate's concerned as far as I'm concerned re re regarding Gareth Southgate all you can ask any manager to do is to maximise the potential of the team mm -hmm. and he has maximised the potential of England to get to the semi-final and the final we lost to the final you can't ask anymore you can't ask anymore and with a bit of luck we can go on to win but if we don't win a tournament under his tenure it's not failure it's not failure at all he has maximised that potential and if you ask all countries to maximise their potential so everybody plays to their maximum should England win the World Cup and be the best in the world no mm. they shouldn't so other teams have underachieved and we've maximised our potential. So I've got nothing but praise for Gareth. So, I mean, the, the criticism is occasionally levelled at him. I tend to agree with you, but the, the criticism is that he doesn't let the players off the leash enough. That he's a bit of a conservative it manager. Is not, you know, it's, I don't think it's so much as letting the players off the leash. It's, it's, it's taking them to task. Because what would happen, and we saw it in the Euros final, for example, when one up against Italy. If a team's not playing well, or, 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 or for whatever reason, things aren't going well you have to make harsh decisions and you look at the big managers and the big managers will make a decision like if I'm going to take Harry Kane off I'm taking him off Mourinho would do it Klopp would do it if they've got to take they would make those decisions yeah. but Gareth makes safe decisions so when he makes safe decisions the players love you the players perform now if the players aren't performing and you need to do something radical to change it rather than saying the players are good enough to do it themselves I don't think Gareth makes those big decisions which could be harsh decisions he makes a safe decision to take off somebody and put somebody else on and I'm not saying that you know you should take Harry Kane off but if I'm talking about the, 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 the principle behind making a decision to affect the game yeah. if things aren't going well. He just allows the players to play and if they're playing well, they'll win. If they're not playing well, maybe they won't win. If you, if you were managing England, will you still have Phillips and Henderson in your in your team? Well, England is, England has completely changed now because when I played, it was players that are in form. But now with the Premier League being what it is, the fact that Calvin Phillips can't get into the Manchester City team doesn't mean he's a fantastic player and should be in the squad. If you look at Harry Maguire not playing at Man United and not doing well for me and having for England all the time. So I think England has changed now. With so many foreign players coming in, you can't just look and say, well, if they're not playing well for their clubs, because some of them at like the big clubs won't be playing, but they're good enough for England. Mm -hmm. And I think if you look tactically in terms of having a Calvin Phillips, mm -hmm. I would have him in the squad because we still need defensive midfield players. Yeah. You know, you've got Rice and... Henderson is getting into the position he is, so maybe Henderson will be phased out eventually, um, but he still wants his experience there. So I don't necessarily look at the form of the players or whether they're playing regularly for their club to say they're going to play for England. Whereas when I played, because they're all English players, so therefore mm. you are going to be playing for your clubs, you have to be playing well for your club and regularly for your club to be in the England squad. But things have changed now. And finally, on, on Jordan Henderson, he's one of a, of a fairly select band of players that you talk about the England fans can be very harsh, and they were, they've been harsh on Reem Sterling in the past, and they were on you at Wembley at times. I mean, how do you reflect on that now, being booed by well, of a course. home crowd? But I think that um, I think the difference when I played was that you still had these, these, these and of course, Stephen Gerrard and, and, and David Beckham will allude to this, you still mm. had these... Man United, Liverpool, and the fans on Ike from Liverpool, from Man United. And when I played, the fact I wasn't born in England, and there was question marks about my my willingness to play for England because I wasn't born here and stuff like that. So there were all these issues. Whereas I think that it's a much more harmonious atmosphere now between the fans and the players. So of course, the Jordan Henderson situation with being in Saudi Arabia is one whereby people may feel whatever they feel. But I just feel that football is being held to a different standard to everybody else in the world because no one complains about golfers in Saudi Arabia no one complains about boxers going to Saudi Arabia there's a Saudi Arabian Grand Prix there are tennis players going to Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. so why are football being football being held to a different standard maybe because they leave themselves to be sh to be shot at because they come out and they they are very they pretend to be politically minded in terms of the messages they give um but we should be like any other sport. And if you're allowed to box, if Tyson Fury and AJ is allowed to go and box in Saudi Arabia, why can't players go and play in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. And if they're allowed to own Newcastle United Football Club, why can't a player go and play in Saudi Arabia? Mm -hmm. Well, John, it's been lovely to see you. Great uh, to thank see you, Thank you very John. much for coming. We appreciate it. Very much enjoyed it. And uh, go and check out the, the, the new ad. You can see yeah. John in. The, uh, you'll get the full wrap. It's a minute and a bit, I think, the full ad. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Maybe I got very tired the, of doing the, it. The big tub instead of the box this year, Paul. You don't, have to, you, you don't um, have to eat the whole tub while you're watching the rap in a minute and a half. Okay, okay. Not in the <laughs> or appointment while you're watching the rap, uh, well, you have to finish the tub. You never and, know. And you can feel good about it now because it's all recyclable. Lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheers, John. Thanks for Thank coming you, in. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, spare a thought for our next guest. He's the man we often turn to to give us a bit of a roundup of all the best of the talk sport podcast but he's going to be doing uh, his next few um, uh, updates on the podcast from the Caribbean because he's heading out there for talk sport to keep an eye on pray for Sam England's (laughs) series of uh, one day as in T20 Sam Ellard you you lucky boy I know I didn't get the jingle I wanted for this show oh yeah no jingle yet the podcast prince the podcast prince didn't happen but yeah yeah, I got a phone call on, on Monday or text actually saying Caribbean question mark and yeah, I think nice. it took me all of all of three seconds to go. Yeah, perfect. Like, what time like, am I flying? Ben Stokes sending ashes? Question mark. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah. Alley. It was a little bit like that. I think they. Although I haven't retired though from being on tour at oh, all. Yeah, sure, yeah. I've never retired. So yeah, it's um, it's one of those sort of. Um, obviously, it's gonna be quite exciting. Hopefully, we'll see some some new players. Some, yeah. some of the younger players in the back, obviously, of a of a disappointing World Cup. Mm. I mean, some some experienced players are still going, but I think we see the likes of Will Jacks and maybe see Gus Ackerton get a proper go. So I think it'll be quite a young England team. But Good. We're a very, very talented team and we go to Barbados, Antigua, St. Lucia. It's uh, five T20s and, and three ODIs. It's like yeah. you're going on a honeymoon on your own, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to be Billy <laughs> Nomex. I'm going to have to... Have to download, Fantastic. download, uh, take lots of romantic photos with yourself, yeah. yeah. Getting up and singing with a band when he's had a few, <laughs> yeah. had a few banks one night that would be exactly. good, wouldn't yeah. it? But yeah. I still, I would still like to carry on the podcast, Prince, from well, live, right. from, well, we live want, from the Caribbean. We the, you know? we're, we're basically already working on the sort of still pan uh, music for you for Sam Ellard's postcard from the Caribbean. Yeah. So you can do a Jane McDonald and <laughs> sing us out at the end of them, anyway. In the meantime. What uh, what are the podcasts we're going to talk about? Let's today? do some podcasts. Yeah, Talksport producing brilliant podcasts every single uh, every single week. You can yeah. get it on your podcast provider, or even more easily, go to the Talksport app. Very nice, uh, nice and easy to find all of Talksport's podcasts. Let's start with cricket, shall we? Hmm. We of course have had the World Cup, um, loads and loads of reaction on the following on cricket podcast. But a story that maybe went a little bit under the radar over the last week is Andrew Flintoff, who has become the head coach of the Northern Superchargers. Yeah. Hundred next year, Good of news, course, yeah. is another great step in the direction of Freddie, who, of course, is, is back out and about after that horrendous crash um, filming for Top Gear about a year ago. Yeah. But also great to see him back involved in cricket. And a man, of course, knows him better than most is our good friend Steve Harmison, Double mm. Ashes winner, who on the latest following on podcast episode was absolutely delighted to see Freddie once again back in cricket. I've known Andrew since we were 16, 17 years old. His ability to understand the game is ridiculous. Andrew Flintoff's got a great cricket brain. The team that he inherited when he was captain were were why he didn't he didn't have the success. The way Andrew talks about the game, the way he sees the game, he was he was always destined for a role is is in leadership because he was a leader in a dressing room. He was a leader on the field. I think it's absolutely brilliant that yeah. Freddie. I, I mm. love the fact that the first time we saw him in the public eye in, in nearly a year recently was when he sort of caught everyone by surprise and was part of the coaching team for that short yeah. series mm, against New good, Zealand and Ireland but you know everybody around the game that I've spoken to about Freddie says that he's got such a great cricket brain and yeah. maybe sometimes people can forget how good he was at cricket because well, yeah. post cricket he's done pretty much everything hasn't he it's good no. he's found comfort and solace in the game isn't it yeah. that's what he's gone on it's found. good and uh, it's, he obviously really enjoyed it he got a lot from it as well by getting 
getting involved with England. The players got a lot from it and he did as well. So it's a win-win, isn't I, it? I think everybody wins from this. Absolutely fantastic. So the Lakes Falling On podcast episode is out. You can get that. And again, some uh, brilliant reaction as well to the, to the Cricket World Cup. Can't do a podcast Thursday without mentioning the debrief, Alan Brazil oh, yeah. and Gabby Agbon oh, Lahore. Yeah. The latest is available to download right now on the TalkSport app. And in the latest episode, the boys discussed the reality TV show I would like to go on. Would you go on Big Brother? No chance. Jamie went on that. I know, exactly. No, no chance. He tells everyone still. Um, Big Brother. Jed would beat him, didn't he? Them two. <laughs> them two. <Dumpties>. Them two <laughs> for the funny hair. <laughs> I wouldn't mind sitting in a pub chatting, Google Box or something. Yes. I wouldn't mind a bit of that. Google, so Google Box. Box. Google Box. I don't know. What is it? Google Box. Google Box. Yeah. <laughs> You can't even get the name of the show right. I mean, we got to just look it up on Google, really, (laughs) to see what it's called. I've just, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Alan, Alan at home. What about Alan and Ali on a they goggle box? Yeah, yeah. come and get me, plea from the goggle box uh, celebrity shows. Alan and Ali would be good, and Shaban. The three of them could sit there and watch the telly, can't they? I think the only reality show Al could do is somewhere where he could sit and drink. Yeah, and goggle box is perfect, isn't it? You can be sat on your sofa with a glass of champagne. Yeah. If I was to put you both on the spot, Charlie Bake, if you could go and do one reality TV mm. show. Any, any like reality yeah. TV show. Ooh, Strictly, I'd like to go at Strictly. Really? Yeah, Charlie, reality? he'd be very good on that, that Charlie. Is that, I'd like to go at Strictly. I think you'd be great. Yeah, yeah, cosmic yeah. ordering it. Cosmic we did ordering. We did point out, the, we were saying the other day, <laughs> that we thought if, if Alan went into the jungle, yeah, yeah. we'd sense that maybe he hadn't read all the notes first. <laughs> and uh, it, <laughs> they'd <laughs> say... And Ant and Dex say, well, Alan, this is, this is a Bush Tucker trial. And he'd be saying, oh, no way. <laughs> My agents would tell me this. Anus. No, 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 no way. No way. A, v- a vomit fruit. No, yeah. no way. No, no, no. Eyeball, no way. And he just, he, he would just wouldn't yeah. do it. And can you imagine the, the stick that poor Jill would get when he comes out yeah. after a couple of yeah, weeks? She'd never Jill. hear at the end and of it, And he'd go back to the camp and say, how many meals did you get, Alan? <laughs> they wanted me to eat anus. <laughs> There's a coffin full of rats. No, I said Norway. And they no. said, but that's the show, Alan. Is it? <laughs> I he'd thought have, this was Google Box. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he'd have no idea what we saw, but it would Nothing. be. Could you imagine? It would be TV gold, wouldn't it? Yeah. For would, all of us, it'd be, it'd be it'd the best be thing in the world, abs- wouldn't it? It would be brilliant. Yeah. It would be, no, I mean, honestly, around the old fireside chats, he'd be great. Oh, he'd be yeah. very good great on it. Stories, it's just, I just, yeah. like, I just imagine the idea that he hadn't quite We'd read like what it, he was yeah. expected yeah. to do. And that's why it'd be so good for us. Um, um, so, uh, anything else? Today? Uh, time, do I have time for one quick go more? On, because the on, latest yeah. Premier League All Access Areas podcast is out. Sam Matterface and Alex Crook joined by great guests twice a week to preview, review all of the Premier League action. In the latest episode released today, they've got an exclusive interview with Pelly Roddick and Panzu. Um, plays, of course, as football at Luton at the moment. Yeah. Been right at the club um, since 2013. So he's been through the journey from right from the bottom of the Football League all the way up to the top of the Premier League we know it's a great story and of course he's living living the dream mm. if I'm being honest for Luton to jump order to the Premier League I'm not sure who would have believed it it's a fairy tale once in a lifetime achievement that we've done especially me coming from from one club all the way there and whoever's I've played with that's contributed to that and um, now we're not quite living the dream I think <laughs> the dream would be to stay in the Premier League and we're trying to fight towards that but right now we're trying to enjoy it if we don't make it we don't but if we do we know that we've put Mm. as much as we can towards the season and hopefully we get our credit deserves yeah. Speaks really, really well. Full exclusive interview on the latest Premier League All Access Series podcast. Really, really good. Listen, Paul. Yeah, he's a, it's just a great story. That someone, I mean, if you're the fans and you've been living that sort of journey all the way through the league, from yeah. non-league right through to the Prem, to have a player do that with you is fantastic. So I'm sure that's a good listen. Now, um, myself and Andy do some uh, for for Apple. Uh, yeah. subscribers we're on Apple Podcasts we have on the TalkSport Plus channel we have a couple of little bonus podcasts I'll tell you more about how you can get them but one is sort of Andy's madcap stuff he never gets around to on the <laughs> show all the crazy notes and cuttings bit, yeah. we finally get around to some and do a bit of a dive into those a, a little bit looser maybe with a bit more time on our hands and we have a kind of clips we take a, a subject every month from uh, the clips oh nice and um we need a critical mass, of course. And uh, after many years of brilliant broadcasting here on TalkSport, Mark Saggers gave us enough clips for oh, us fantastic. to do uh, a, a Clips Extra Saggers special. And this is a bit of a flavour of it. 
This is Saga's Getting Down With The Kids. Thanks, and uh, Quinny with you here on uh, TalkSport. Ray Stubbs is in the uh, house. Ray ah. Stubbs. Has anyone ever said that before? <laughs> Ray Stubbs now. is in the house. <laughs> the only man ever to use the phrase, <laughs> Ray Stubbs is in the house. Unless Ray Stubbs is actually in your house. <laughs> Um, who's in the house? That's Ray Stubbs. <laughs> What's he doing there? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It, I, come and pick something up, I think. Here's Sags at the 211 Rugby World Cup. No, in 2011. Oh, sorry, 211. <laughs> that was <laughs> quite a rudimentary <laughs> form of the it game. It was. The 2011 <laughs> Rugby World Cup. <laughs> he hadn't even picked up the ball, William <laughs> Webb Ellis, at that point. <laughs> they were probably playing with someone's head. <laughs> That's how they played. Picked up some bloke's head and ran off. And so rugby was <laughs> so no, this was the, of course, and it was the 2011 Rugby World Cup in New Zealand. Here he is with a competition. Let's uh, see who is up and awake for England. I'm up for England. Ah, oh, top stuff. Who am I talking to on Talk Sport this morning? Graham from Brian. Brian from Newmarket. Lovely to talk to you, Brian, in Newmarket. I know Newmarket Graham, very well, Graham. of course. Sorry? Graham. Graham, sorry, sorry, Brian. Sorry, Graham. Graham. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Graham, Brian. His name, funny enough, was Graham Brian. That was his surname. <laughs> yeah. There we are. Oh, well. Uh, you really yeah. put your back into it when people have to pay for it, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> you have a good go, don't you, Paul? Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, yeah, once the folding money people kicks People are paying in. the $2.99. You're now, really getting two ninety nines worth. Oh, you're right. Well, that's just a flavour of uh, of what you get. Um, and, yeah, it is two ninety nine a month, but you can try it uh, for three for a, a month so, uh, and they're all ad free, and you get all the podcasts across Talksport ad free by subscribing as well. So, search for the Talksport channel on Apple Podcasts and get your uh, 14 day free trial of exclusive content from us. Give it a go, the clips and uh, all the other bits and pieces. Well, safe journey, Sam. Thank you very we much. Yes, before. Thank um, you. So, when we speak to you next week, you yes. will be Antigua. I will be, I will be in Antigua, yes. Brilliant. I wow. fly Monday morning to get there Monday afternoon and. Uh, Hopefully, speech you Thursday. Yeah, we'll expect yeah. a little Sounds postcard good. from uh, from the yeah. Caribbean. A postcard every from the podcast prince. That's it. <laughs> there we go. It's a lot of it's a lot of popping. Yeah. A lot of popping. A lot of popping. Lots of going pop. on. You pop filter. Beautiful. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, boys. How are you doing? Yeah, Very we're well, not so bad. You, you're quite you're quite pleased with the material this week. Oh, yeah. oh delighted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, after Tim Vine, Tim Vine told him on Monday that he we saw him out and about. Tim said that. Oh no, it was Tim told you last week, didn't he? He loves your gags and the birthday spread. So that's high praise indeed. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little spring in his step today. Jeff Peters is not in the nerve centre, but he joins us now. Good afternoon, Jeff. Deepest depth. It does. Suffering oh, right. Thuckatash line from <laughs> yes. uh, abroad. Uh, well, who, won last, is, um, who won last week? Uh, Paul, Paul, you won last week. Oh. Um, Charlie had the opportunity oh, to win yeah, right it. at the death. Absolutely yeah. blew it, didn't I? He, he just got his numbers wrong. Yeah. It was a tie break, which Paul won, and it's 2017 this year. Let's crack on, shall we? Here's Palais and Sergio Mendes. First birthday then, Charlie. Uh, 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 Andy. Andy, sorry, yes. I lost yes. the plot. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. Brian. 23 years, don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, it's the rugby <laughs> union player, Wales. Yeah. Played from 2002 to 2016. Second most capped player, yeah. Gethin Jenkins. Gethin Jenkins. Gethin Jenkins, yeah. And he now makes a living, actually, on the American PGA Tour. Is that bloke who always stands on the tee shouting. In true Welsh style, he's known as Gethin the Hall. Gethin oh, the Hall. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, could have been worse. I'd say 44. Gethin Jenkins. 44. 42. 43. 43. <laughs> Unbelievable, <laughs> wasn't it? Unbelievable. Straight down the middle. Okay, so Once. what's that down to the scores, Jeff? Nice and easy for you. One all. One all. Okay, uh, Charlie <laughs> leads us off then on the next one. Okay, it's the cricketer uh, from Pakistan, Waka Yunis. Waka Yunis. Yeah. And he always celebrates his birthday with Timmy Mallet. He calls the annual celebration Waka Day. Wow. Waka Yunis. Waka Yunis, I can't think. He's not still playing, is he? You can't tell me, no. <laughs> no reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to work yeah, out. Why is that how working old he in is? a vacuum? Really? Poker face. <laughs> 50. It's not too bad. Okay. 48. 52. 52. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Wackaday, was it, Andy? 
No, that was... Very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're wide awake. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Charlie 3, Paul 5. <laughs> OK, 5-3. OK, back okay. to me then for the third birthday, Andy. OK, he's a motor engineer and managing director of Formula One from 2017 to 2022, Ross Braun. Ross Braun. Ross Braun. And last week he, he mixed me up a delicious dry martini followed by a tequila sunrise. I do have a Braun cocktail. Oh, nice. Mm, nice, yeah. very nice. What's Ross Braun? Um, he's been in his, got in the his, game, Paul, been his 50s, hasn't he? Yeah. 57. Is that a bit old? I think he's older than that. You think he's older? Yeah, than I think that? he's older than that. Really? 65. Oh. 69. Wow, well, is he yeah, really? There we are. I just haven't, I'm obviously seen an old picture of him. What's, <laughs> well, I'm in trouble here, aren't I, Jeff? What's that? What's the scores now? Gone, I could have gotten. Charlie 7, Paul 17. Ooh. 7 versus 17. Wow. That's quite a shocker, isn't it? Something happens to the line when he does it. 7 17. Can you say sentimental songs? <laughs> sentimental songs, suffering, succotash, deepest depth. There we okay, are. Fantastic. <laughs> Marvellous. And that's this morning's Fisherman's Blues. So, um, what's it? Back, to, back to Charlie then. Yes. Oh, and, Andy, go okay. On. Yes, yeah. sorry. Yes, it's the yeah, athlete yeah. Gail Devers. Gail Devers. Oh. And uh, the family members of her entourage are known for a rider demanding expensive flowers and Dom Perignon champagne in the dressing room after a race. The whole family of Devers. Gail Devers? Gail Devers. Devers. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 40. Um, 34. I'm obviously thinking of the wrong oh, person. I'm having an absolute mare today. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking of somebody else. Silenced by Andy's jokes. I was and thinking then of someone who was still running. I've lost a sil- tumbleweed. Silence I've, is normal. Imagine Rip Van Winkle playing this. <laughs> I feel, I'm playing like Rip Van Winkle today, like I've been asleep for 20 years. So, I mean, uh, this is, I mean I'd, I'd have a strop if I was Charlie at this stage. What's, 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 what's the scores? Well, this this time last week it was twelve thirteen. Yeah. Now it's Charlie twenty four, Paulie, f- Paulie, 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 hey, Paulie. Hey, Paulie. Come, we don't know each other hey, that well. Hey, Paul and Andy, get out of here. Hey, Paul and Andy. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's boys. my score? Forty what? Forty twenty four. Forty twenty four. Okay, well, I'll, I'll hey, take Paulie. I take us in a half time. Can Paulie I claw got this whacked. back? Can I? Yeah. Can I claw this back? Here we yeah, go. Yeah, of course you can. Okay, it's an old favourite. It's the actor Alison Janney. Alison Janney, and uh, she's a massive Newcastle fan, and she was telling me and Tino Livramento that she wanted her child to one day be head of FIFA. I said to him, I can see a big future for Janney's infant Tino. Me. Is it me? No, it's me. She's got to be in her 60s now, hasn't she? Um, I'd go great in the West Wing, of course. Um, 64? I thought she'd be younger than that. Okay. 60. 64. Whoa, very you good. A, you got a bit of a cocky air about you No today. way. Just because you co- read that one in the paper. Bit of a cocky air about <laughs> you today, Charlie. Read I think that we one give in the paper. second half a bit, a bit of, of cheating edge. going on so with So I'm Alice staying on 24. What's Charlie on? Uh, so you stay on 40, Paul. Oh, 40, um, sorry, and yeah. Charlie moves on to 28. So 12 minutes. Paul's 12 acting then. I mean, knew that. He'd read that in the paper. Ooh, 60. Let's go. Ooh, 60. Ooh. Ooh, I'd say around. I don't read the birthdays in the papers. Ooh, 60. In the same way as I don't go to work in my pyjamas, I don't read the birthdays in the papers. My son Aidan enjoys the Thursday school trek home the most as he oh. loves listening to the birthday spread. Afternoon, but today Aiden. he is super excited because it's his 12th birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Aidan. Aiden. Yes. Oh, well done. As a Spurs fan, he was absolutely delighted to find out he shares his day with James Madison and the legendary Alan Mullery. I won't mention their ages in case Andy's got them in the spread. Oh, yeah, thank you. And he does cheating. love a Charlie Baker tantrum. Well, stay tuned, I don't, know about. I don't know what you're on about, Aiden. Because there's only 12 in it and he's a bit <laughs> cocky today. Let's see what happens in the second half. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby and Charlie Baker, birthday spread. Uh, Scott in Nottingham says, we play in the Fresh Kicks workshop, oh, but we nice. don't have time to work out all the scores the way that Jeff does. So we get a point for being the closest. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, I'm 4-1 at the moment, says Maskell in Boston. He's against playing against Nath. Nath Scott. Nath. He's playing against he's playing against Nath. Nath. Good luck, boys. Thank you very much. A little derivation of the game. Everybody's got their own way of playing it. It's 40-28 at the moment. 12 between us. Um, Charlie will go off next. I'm for never a good second season. half. I'm poor second half. Let's see if you have a good second half. Here we go. Here's Pele and Sergio Mendes. Yeah. Next birthday, Andy. 
Okay, I'm, I've had to get hold of engineering, actually, because oh. I'm worried my line keeps dropping out every time I do a punchline. I just can hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the, the, the competitive spirit has taken over in me yeah, and yeah, Charlie yeah, with yeah. taking the game too yeah. seriously. Sorry. Yeah. That'll teach Sorry. Us. Yeah. Do you want a laugh track? Should we get a laugh track? Should we get a laugh track like go. in an old sitcom? Yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. That's quite nice. It's the television cook, Lorraine Pascal. Lorraine oh, yeah. Pascal. And she started a sanctuary caring for the welfare of badly treated monkeys. It began after she got really close to them at London Zoo. After that, nothing could break the Pascal chimp bonder. Oh, oh what a love. <laughs> very good. Very, very clever. Nice. Very clever. Very good. <laughs> Too late now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel the feel patronised now. patronising Is it me first? It's you. Is it me? It's you. Is it, is it it's you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got one of her... Uh, I've got one of her recipe books. Oh, that's nice. Can't tell you how old she is. I'm okay. going to say she. Just work from that. <laughs> that's a good point, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, yeah. Okay. How old is she? 50. Okay. Um, 53. 51. Oh, that's good work, okay. though. She obviously. You, you aged her on I the did, book. Yeah, did I you did. I thought I've had the book about 10 years. I added, you know, there yeah, it is. I shouldn't have helped Lovely you. Lovely book. Then. Shouldn't have helped you. Lovely what, book. What's that down to the scores, Jeff? It's Paul 42, Charlie 29. Okay, what a game we've got on here. Right, next birthday, yeah. back to me. Okay, it's the writer and broadcaster, Bonnie Greer. Bonnie mm. Greer. She came to our school, actually, to offer ideas for our future employment. She suggested I got a job as a road sweeper. Thank goodness I never listened to Greer's advice. Yay! <laughs> Bonnie Greer's here on the telly yeah. for a bit. If I'm thinking of the right person, would you think I am? 68? Nothing. I, I wrote a seven down, so I'm going to go 72. 75. Oh, You're playing well, Charlie. You're having a good Thanks, game Paul. today. Your cockiness was, Thanks, uh, was deserved. I won't win, but, you know, you I'll, might I'll, I'll you absolutely mess it. Here, I'll really mess it up on the last one. I Even really you will. can't lose from here, Charlie. What's, what's the scores, Jeff? All 49, Charlie 32. 17 in it, three to go. 17 with three. Okay. Yes, this is a big ask. OK, back to Charlie. OK, it's the actor and director, Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. And uh, him and his family had a lucky escape when they narrowly avoided being run over by a car driven by the former West Indian fast bowler, Tino Best. I'd shouted him, mind the lindos, Tino. (laughs) (laughs) Mind the lindos. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. I'm just going on knowledge of how the game normally works. Mm. Could be completely wrong here. 63. (sighs) Okay, I'll go... Um, 69 He is, hold on, 71 71, Ooh, okay. oh, not I've too bad, could have been chipped, worse Chipped away Did nicely though What we yeah. done to the scores there, Jeff? Closed the gap by six on that one So it's Paul 51, Charlie 40, two to go Two to go with 11 in it Okay, back to me then, these are key, these Okay, the president of the European Investment Bank Werner Hoyer Werner Hoyer and uh, we always used to play your it in the school playground. <laughs> Nothing I like better than to tag Hoyer. Hey, bro, oh, nice. He's nice. looking for a freebie, good. isn't yeah, he? Good luck with that. Bit of a, a duty-free joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's you, Charlie, isn't it? It's you, Paul. Is it me? It's you, Paul. Is it me? It's you, Paul. Okay. Um, 70. Could just tap it about, couldn't you I? Can you can do it. Just like. hang yeah, in there. You're in yeah, there. Yeah, you yeah. 72. Hoyer or lower? Hoyer or lower? Oh, okay. 72. He is, in fact, 72. Oh, my God. What a player. Done, Charlie. Well, this is where I lose it. What are the scores, Jeff? That is 13 in it. It is Paul 53, Charlie 40. And, Charlie, um, you go first on the last one. Yes, you do. Here we go. Stand stand by Aidan on your birthday. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Your birthday could be about to get even better, Aidan. Stand by Aidan. This is where I absolutely blow it. Right. But you'll take it well, Charlie. You're quite stoic (laughs) about these things, generally. I've played really well. And everyone can see it. We should just shut the game down now, really. You have played well, but... Played very well, Paul. Back yourself, mate. Back yourself. Here we go. Last birthday, Andy. Yes, it's the former Prime Minister of Sri Lanka... Mahinda Rajapaksa. Rajap, I do struggle with these. No, please, come on, please. Mahinda Rajapaksa. Okay. 
and we were playing a round of golf actually in a celebrity pro-am with the rapper 50 Cent. Uh, 50 was hopeless till he borrowed Rajapaksa's putter. After that he holed birdie after bird birdie using the Mahinda Club. <laughs> Mahinda, Mahinda Club. club. Mahinda we, club. Did, okay. we did need the musical. We did need the musical. <laughs> to, do a, a, to do jokes based on names when you can't say the name yeah. is a really high... <laughs> <laughs> it's quite difficult. So here we go then, Charlie. Here it is. It's 13 yep, minutes. 85. Okay. That's a very good bit of work, Charlie. That gives me 98, yep. doesn't it? Or it, it might gives be. Me, I don't, it gives me 17. Could be anything, couldn't it? Uh, so I've got to be 14. I'm going to go... Well played, Charlie. I'm, I feel like shaking your hand now. I don't know. I'm going to go no, down no, no, the tunnel I don't early. Won. I don't go think down I've the won. T- do a Jose. I think you'll get it. Jose. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go seventy-one. He is in fact seventy-eight. Oh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't, couldn't do, do it. I told you. There we are. You played a textbook game. <laughs> Thank there, Charlie. you. Sorry, Aiden, on your birthday, but yeah. I feel like you're. Yeah. you're Bad wishes made me, you know. Yeah, basically, Aiden. He, thanks, Aiden. He put it. <laughs> he put it on the dressing room wall. He put it on the dressing room wall today. There we are. Well, that's us. Happy to Jeff, win. Jeff, enjoy the rest of your break. Are you back in the nerve centre next week or not? I yeah, I fly back into Manchester on Thursday morning, so I'll be back in the nerve centre. Uh, it is sixty forty-seven was the final score, and it's twenty plays eighteen Ooh, this year. Fantastic good for the year, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it might it's be even game. Up right for Christmas. You end never know. Who knows? Um, thank you very much, Andy. I'll Thanks, see you Andy. tomorrow. Pleasure. See you tomorrow. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was Lovely. this afternoon show. Uh, I'm back tomorrow with Andy. Lovely. Who are among our guests, John? Tomorrow, can you tell me? Well, tell the listeners. Just got to Google it. Stan Collymore, I'm assuming you'll have Stan on. Stan will be on. You'll have some clips. Yeah. We'll have some clips. I've suggested a clip. I'm, 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 yeah. It's the most, conv- like it's one, the most confident I've ever been of one of yeah. a clip it's getting like on. A I've never got a clip on. Oh, the world oh, litter-picking oh, champions. Oh, nice. Britain, The Great Britain have gone to Japan and won it, which is fantastic. Oh, nice. And that will do you for now. Anyway, uh, we'll see you then. Do hope you can join us. If not, you'll be back Saturday. Saturday, 9 till 11 with Adam Catterall this oh, Adam week. Adam Catterall yes. this weekend. Okay, fantastic. Okay, and uh, you know, Charlie back then on Saturday. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 